Welcome to our 21 Days of Prayer event called Pray First. Um, it's day number 11, and uh, Thursday is a great day. The week's almost over, but there's still some time to redeem yourself and accomplish some things before the week is over. Um, today in our devotion, I, I thought of something um, earlier today that Job said, and uh, as much as I like to find new views of scriptures and, and God ideas, sometimes a straightforward dose of humility before God goes a long, long way. And um, to kind of put this in perspective or, or make it relatable, I can remember times during my teen, year, teen years um, when I would argue with my dad. Man, I argued with my dad a lot. I feel bad for the grief that I gave my parents. Um, but it seemed like no matter how smart I, I thought I was, dad was usually right. And actually I should probably say dad was always right um, there's something you know about being confronted with the hard truth about something and um, especially the way my dad used to do it that it just gets so humbling and it just knocks the wind out of your sails makes you take a step back all of your righteous indignation all of the anger and the emotion of the moment just kind of melts away you feel that warm flush of embarrassment that kind of colors your cheeks and, and creeps up the back of your neck you ever been embarrassed like that? It's tough when it happens, but it's necessary in life sometimes really to kind of correct our perspective and um, and it changes you. You know, it alters you uh, or it alters rather how you approach future conflict. You're definitely a little slower to ramp up to 10 on the anger scale the next time and you'll actually pause and mentally walk around an issue so that you're not embarrassed again. But sometimes we do dig ourselves in such a hole that the only thing that we can do is lift a humble hand of embarrassment and ask the other person to forgive us. Um, their anger is justified and their words are right, though of course we don't want to hear them. Well, it turns out that there was a guy in the Bible named Job that had an argument like this, but not just with his dad or a co-worker or a boss or a spouse. Job had an argument a little bit like this with God. See, Job was doing everything right, and the life that he lived was lived righteously. He offered sacrifices for his children. He was blessed financially. Um, just living the good life, living right with God. There was nothing bad or sinful or broken about the way that God, that Job was living. And until one day, God slowly began to take all of Job's blessings away and to afflict him uh, financially, to afflict him um, uh, in his relationships and afflict him personally in his health. Um, but watch this. God took everything away from Job to teach someone else a lesson. In other words, Job's pain had nothing to do with Job. Well, of course, Job got hot and Job starts feeling sorry for himself. And he says things like it was better if he'd never been born. And he brings up all sorts of questions um, to ask God. And then God kind of lets Job have it in the latter part of the book. And he starts to ask Job, um, you know, were you there, little man, when I measured out the earth's foundations? Were you there when I measured out the oceans and broke open the springs of the deep? Or what about when I created Leviathan and the dinosaurs? And can you tame the wild oxen? Or do you give the horse its strength? Have you ever given, given the morning its orders or shown the dawn where it's supposed to break? In other words, God is asking Job, didn't I do all of these things without your help? Didn't I figure it all out on my own? Aren't I smarter than you? Who are you to question me? Wasn't everything created in my wisdom and by my power? So why are you so quick to doubt me because you have a moment and a season of pain? 
And Job has one of those moments of embarrassment where you kind of kick the dirt and hang your head and mumble out and I'm sorry, you know. And in Job chapter 42, verses 1 through 6, um, I love Job's response to God's questioning of Job. Then Job replied to the Lord, I know that you can do all things, that no purpose of yours can be thwarted. You asked, who is this that obscures my plans without knowledge? Surely I spoke of things I did not understand, things too wonderful for me to know. You said, listen now and I will speak. I will question you and you shall answer me. My ears had heard of you, but now my eyes have seen you. Therefore, I despise myself and repent in dust and ashes. And what Job is saying is, I had heard of you, God, but now I see you. In fact, I see you everywhere. I see you in the sunrise. I see you in the sunset. I see you in the swell of the tides and the blowing of the wind. I see wisdom. I see foresight. I see an ecosystem and food for animals, big and small. I had heard of you, but I hadn't really been seeing you all around me. And I wonder for us uh, if maybe we have ever been like me or been like Job. And in moments when we can't understand why something is happening, moments when maybe our hurt will cause us to kind of blurt out doubts as if God exists to make us happy, And our eyes are closed to the witness of his creation all around ourselves. Our eyes are closed to the witness of his love, the proof of his love all around ourselves. The laugh of a child and the love of a parent. Maybe the warmth of the sun or the blowing of a breeze or the smell of rain. We've heard about God. We sing about God. We claim faith. We put our hope in God. But do we really see him? Do we really see his power and his wisdom all around us? Do we trust that if he cares for sparrows, he surely cares for me? My ears had heard of you, Job said, but now my eyes have seen you. Therefore, I despise myself and repent in dust and ashes. God, I'm sorry I doubted. God, I'm sorry that I couldn't trust you for another month or maybe three. I don't know how long it's going to take. And so, God, I said those words. God, I walked that out and now I have to walk it back. God, I had heard of you, but help me to see you. For your Bible time, um, probably not just for today, you'll probably have to bite off little chunks, but the book of Job is a great read. So head over there for a little variety in your Bible study and maybe ask yourself, in what ways are you like Job? And maybe how do you wish you were more like Job? Or what things do you see in yourself that maybe you need to correct? But I hope you enjoy your time in God's presence today, and we'll see you tomorrow for day 12.